The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell, and we have a fantastic show lined up for you this Saturday. But before we get to all that, let's take a look at how we did on Friday. Solid day here. Chip Patterson going strong with the under on Oregon State, Washington. Emory Hunt, Alcorn State, UConn, and Oregon State going with the three-game sweep there. Maestro 1-1. One one. Raptors hit that. Desmond Bain close. Had Got up to 19. Uh, Zach Attack, tough one there with the Celtics. And then the side play Duke team total over 29 and a half solid play on that one. So let's get in, bring in the experts here. You guys have had enough of me, enough of seeing me. Let's see the guys here. First up, Mike McClure. How are we doing, sir? Doing well, buddy. Good morning. Great to see you. Nice to see you, Micah. Fired up for this college football slate, but we've also got NBA NASCAR finale coming up this weekend. Can't wait. Yeah, man, it's going to be fantastic. Micah Roberts, looking sharp as always, sir. How are we doing? It's great to be with you guys today. Good morning. Happy Saturday. We got it all going on today and hope to have a little bit of talk about a little bit of everything. Um, real quick, just to let you know, I heard a report, Texas A&M, about 20 players. A flu has come in. So this line has dropped from three to one in the morning. The one that matters the most is the freshman quarterback making his second starter, supposed to Connor uh, Wigman. And last week, over 300 yards, three touchdowns, four touchdown passes, no interceptions. Every Texas A&M fan prayer was answered after a four-game losing streak. This was going to be the big day, and now this happened. So I don't know anymore, but before you bet that game, check into it. Uh, TCU's holding steady at eight. Georgia, eight and a half, nine. And Alabama, 13 and a half, pretty steady across the board. A lot of great games today. Man, that's good information right there. Yeah, that great on Texas a I mean, in terms of the info to know that going in, because we saw that with the Raiders dealing with it when they went on the road to New Orleans playing the Saints and goose egg scored nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good information to have. All right, let's get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. Mike, I'm going to come right back at you, man. NASCAR season finale. Break it down, man. What do you got? Yeah, this is uh, important here because this is the first time in 10 years that all the cars will be equal. So what they've done the last four years is the four drivers that are the championship four, they give them like five extra horsepower. So you're wondering how is this so ironic that the championship four drivers have won the last nine races to close out the season. It's like, yeah, cause their cars are better and it's made that way by NASCAR. But the next jet car now is completely different. Everybody's equal. So the sports books, if you look at some of their numbers, 
uh, Circa really amazed me because they went on the, I'm, I'm assuming they don't know that the cars are all equal now, but they've got all the drivers bunched up, the four of them, you know, like four to one or less. And then they've got like Martin Truex Jr. at 60 to one. They've got uh, all these really good drivers. Tyler Reddick, 60 to one. Reddick was second or third at Phoenix in the, the uh, spring race. Truex was really good at Richmond and New Hampshire, his last two races, which are similar tracks that I use to handicap uh, Phoenix. So a um, lot of different changes, a lot of different, a uh, lot of opportunities to catch one of these drivers that has been running well, that is outside of uh, the playoffs, but could, you know, have one more last chance at glory. And the prices are really, really good. So I encourage you to look at that and check that out there. I've got uh, uh, some wagers on Truex and uh, Reddick and Blaney. Blaney was really fast in practice, 18 to one on Ryan Blaney to win. So good luck on that. I love it, man. Now, our man Trent Wade, he's got one play. See what you think about it. Joey Logano over Elliott at plus 130. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like it just because of, like I mentioned, the the similar tracks, Richmond and uh, New Hampshire. And Logano was a little better on those types of tracks this season altogether. So I think he comes in a little better prepped as far as his team is, as far as setting up his car perfect for the flat uh, mile to three quarter mile track, and he he should be good in this race. And you get plus money on it, so I mean that would be good value to me, even at minus one ten or even. So if you can get plus one thirty on that matchup, you're you're basically it, it's a, a luxury tax on Elliott because he's popular. So he's going to be more bet in this race, I believe. But I think that's a smarter way to go taking the plus money with Logano, who's been better on these types of tracks. I love it, man. I love it. All right. Let's get into our place for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. And we are back. All right, M squared. You're our leadoff hitter, man. We got a big one today. Tennessee at Georgia. And not only that, but we literally get, even I get a ton of tweets asking me to ask you about first quarter unders, first quarter plays, which is our favorite thing on every Saturday show. And you got the biggest game and a play on that. Go ahead. Just let you rip, man. What you got? All right. Yeah, it's a first quarter under AB and we're going to Tennessee, Georgia here. Tennessee on the road. Look, it's never fun. It's never comfortable sweating a first quarter under in general, especially not with a high powered offense like Tennessee and the efficiency on the Georgia side. However, I like the under 14 here, minus 110. 
that's the price I'm playing. You can pay up to minus 140 for 14 and a half if you really want to. I personally would recommend against that. Uh, but anyway, Georgia, here's the deal with them defensively. I think that they're talented enough, at least until they're tired, which won't be in the first quarter, to get away with a three-man rush, which is going to allow them to have a permanent spy on Hendon Hooker, allow them to do some delayed blitzing. I think that's going to limit Tennessee's ability early in this game. Georgia's cornerbacks are actually very, very good in man coverage, which is what they are going to play on the outside against those receivers. Uh, so, look, I think it might take Tennessee a little bit to figure things out in this game. We've seen Georgia start slow as well. Tennessee is improving defensively in large part to edge rusher Byron Young. Look for him to have an impact early and often in this game for Tennessee as well. Uh, we talk about these big numbers all the time. Anything over two touchdowns, yes, it happens frequently. However, a lot has to go right. It doesn't take much to go wrong. One miscue on a drive that doesn't lead to points is probably all it's going to take considering Georgia's motivation here is likely methodical long drives to keep Hendon Hooker on the sidelines. Give me the under 14 in the first quarter. Dude, you just nailed that breakdown uh, 100% correct. Like, that's exactly what Kirby's going to do, especially early, like, 2004 AFC Championship game, essentially what Bill Belichick did. Dude, yep. Try to get at you right there. Man to man on the outside. Let's see what you could do. Don't think you could do it. That's a perfect breakdown. Love that play by you. All right, my man. All right, Micah, coming over to you. You've got two plays here. All right, we got one for the World Series. You got one in the NBA. That's what I... It's what I love about both of you. You guys knock down every single sport that's out there. So, Mike, I'm just going to get out of your way, buddy. What you got? Yeah, first of all, I'd like to say that I saw the four-year plan be between uh, Tennessee and Georgia. And it looks like the score the first three times was 43-17, to 17, Georgia. And <laughs> I don't know. This other game, I mean, I've seen three games. I've seen the history. It looks like, you know, the great defense always beats the great offense. So, that's all I have to say about that. I have a pick on the sports line. You can check out on that as well. But the World Series right now, Phillies, uh, backs against the wall, plus 450 to win the series. If you think they can do the slingshot move, use this game to propel them to game seven win. And I think they can. And I think it starts with Zach Wheeler. He's got to have one of those moments. This is his defining moment of his career, I think, if he wins. Uh, it'll be one we'll always look back like Madison Bumgarner or Joe McGrain or, you know what I mean, one of those types of big games, and he has to bring it, and he can. In his last eight starts, four of them, he's allowed no runs. He's been dominant at times. Um, Valdez, you're going to have to take some pitches against him. You can't let this guy go very long in the game because he's been dominant. They've won 12 of his last 14 starts. They've won his last four starts. And in those two of them, he allowed no runs. So you got to get that guy out there and take your chance with the best bullpen in baseball. Sounds tough, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the Phillies are going to win and, again, slingshot themselves with some momentum into game seven. And it looks like, uh, what do we got, Nola? I don't know who the other guy is for the Astros expected. But uh, Nola and the bullpen and um, – yeah, I like the Phillies' chances there. So little value to me taking plus 450 uh, to win the series as well. Backs against the wall. And also, let's go to the NBA now. Pelicans on a back-to-back -back night, first time in the NBA. They've been alternating wins and losses their last seven. If the trend holds true, they're to lose this game after playing last night. Uh, and it was against uh, Golden State at home, so they had to travel as well. And you've got the Hawks' uh, possibility – 
Trey Young questionable with an eye, but they've had three days off. DeJounte Murray been really happy with the play. He's fitting in nicely with that Hawks club there. Hawks have had three days off, minus two. That looks like value to me with the home team um, playing the tired team here. So that's it. We got the Hawks. I like it, man. And you're right, dude. Framber Valdez is a beast on the mound. Like, you have to get after him early because he can just shut you down throughout the night if he gets in a groove. And you know what? I went to the law library yesterday because I had an assumption. I checked out on it. And it is true. Castellanos, you do not have to swing at the first pitch <laughs> of every at-bat. You can allow it to just come. Right? Yeah, dude. It's driving me crazy, man. Like, I- I'm with you, man. I-, I picked the Phillies to win this before it started. And, uh, yeah, I think they're best coming live. I like that play a whole lot. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a the recap here. It does look sharp. M squares on Tennessee, Georgia, first quarter under 14. Michael Roberts is on the Phillies money line plus 135 and the Hawks in the NBA minus two. I am on Tennessee first half team total over 13 and a half. Chip Patterson is on Clemson minus three and a half. Clemson, Notre Dame under 44. Texas, Kansas State over 54 and a half. Wake Forest, NC State over 54, and Emory Hunt is on St. Thomas minus four and a half today. But you know, we got way more picks coming for you from our college football weekly preview show. Tom Fernelli is on Texas, Kansas State, over 54 and a half. Army Air Force, under 40. Michigan, minus 26 and a half. Boise State, minus seven and a half. Uh, Jacob Fetner is on Ohio State, team total over 49 and a half. Air Force, team total under 23 and a half. North Carolina, minus seven and a half. Chip Patterson is on Tennessee, plus eight and a half. Texas, Kansas State, over 54.5. Clemson, Notre Dame, under 44. As we mentioned, Cincinnati, Navy, under 46.5. Michigan State, team total, under 13.5. Pitt, minus 3.5. TCU, minus 9.5. And, and our man, Michael Roberts, is on Mississippi State, minus 12.5. Purdue, minus 4.5. Wake Forest, minus 4.5. TCU, minus 9.5. LSU, plus 13.5. And, and Georgia, minus 8. So, gentlemen. Heck of a show today. Well done. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live Sunday, same time, 10 a.m. Eastern, breaking down everything for NFL Week 9. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets, and we'll see you tomorrow. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!